This episode of Pizza and Cookies is brought to you by Squints Apparel. Everything you love about your favorite vintage passed down shirt that your mustache dad was rocking at a tailgate in 87 while barbecuing brats, crushing cans, and playing air guitar to a bitchin' solo as everyone chanted his name. Minus that mustard stain that was acquired while he was obtaining legend status. You know, that shirt. www.squintsapparel.com You okay? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You good? Good. Good? Good. Are you wonderful? No, stop it. Why, why do you like that? You're a pun person. Why don't you like the wonderful joke? I don't know. It just bothers me. She deserves better. Than that? <laughs> yes. You can do better. I I really can't because I suck at puns. I'm not... You really good at puns. Unintentional puns. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll give you that. Welcome to episode zero of the Pizza and Cookies podcast. This episode is going to go up tonight, uh, Thursday, which is actually now Friday at this point, um, a little bit later than I wanted to, but this is this is episode zero because episode one, I still plan on recording on Sunday nights. The, the normal routine will hopefully be record Saturday or Sunday evening, post Monday morning, um, and I've got one that... I'm going to do some talking about some stuff this weekend and get ready for the first official episode Monday. But this is episode zero. It's a special episode because, baby, what did we do tonight? We saw Wonder Woman. And it was good. It was amazing. Um, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk for a little bit, spoiler free, just get general opinions and discuss it. I know, I know. You probably want to talk about stuff. Um, but I'm going I'm to put a disclaimer or talk just spoiler free for a little bit, probably for about 15 minutes or so. And then after that, we're going to get into it. But we'll pause. I'll give you fair warning before we talk about spoilers. Give you enough time to turn this crap off. But until then, and, and I, Monica is, is on only to talk about Wonder Woman tonight. But she'll be on on a future episode where she gets the whole spiel and she's going to be the main guest of honor, as I hope to have with others in the future. Uh, because in as a whole, pizza and cookies is uh, us, wouldn't you say? Yeah, so you need to name your other ones something different. Sorry. The other podcast? Yeah. Well, I'll think about it. They're going to have to be off-brand Oreos or something. Off-brand Oreos? Store uh, brand. Fro- fro- frozen pizza and Chips Ahoy. Best choice. That's disgusting. <laughs> Anyways, so tonight, so first up, you... You tried your hardest to not let the hype get to you. And for oh, and Monica, I just want to clarify, this is like the movie Monica has looked forward most in her life, I think, since she was a little kid. Is that inaccurate? I mean, it's pretty safe to say. Okay. So, <laughs> I, and it's funny because not until recently did you ever really, until BVS was I really fully aware that you liked Wonder Woman as much as you do. Because I'm so hardcore about it that I have to keep it under wraps. Otherwise, I start losing my mind, So I did. Which is similar, because I told the story when I was on the Geek Media po- Media Corp podcast that I, I was unaware of your infatuation for Rogue until we saw a woman dressed up in, like, the perfect cosplay, and I saw you lose your shit and needed to have a picture taken with her, and I didn't know what was happening. And I was like, oh, well, why didn't you ever tell me? And it was like, I, I, I don't know. And then, so, then they announced Batman versus Superman, 
and they show Wonder Woman, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you're a huge Wonder Woman. I'm like, how did I not? Why do you not share these things about me? You you know I love comic stuff. You know I love DC. You know I'm a huge Batman fan, and it's a part of it's a part of the whole universe. How do you not tell me from day one that you love Wonder Woman? Everybody's got their secrets. And man, when it when when the first time she saw, we went to the an early showing of BVS last year, and holy crap, the when Wonder Woman hit the screen, full gear, ready to kick ass, my she lost her, she lost it next to me, and started getting all giddy, and I'll admit it was a badass scene, her dropping in in front of the boys, like, oh, let's do this. <laughs> was that was is it would that like did that just completely overwhelm you then? Yeah. Do you remember when I went full on redneck? Woo! Yeah, in the middle, in the of, middle the of the movie theater, <laughs> and it, which was which to be fair, during that movie was one of the few times the crowd really got into it. Yeah. But and it was lost, so you didn't you didn't come out looking too like who was that crazy <laughs> chick in the front? But tonight, you, you probably were noticed by several people because you you from from certain scenes, but we, we'll we'll talk to that about that in a minute. You were pretty happy and giddy through the whole movie. So, did you temper your expectations because you didn't want to be disappointed because of maybe what you thought of Batman vs. Superman or Suicide Squad? Or was it just because this character meant so much to you, you didn't want to get let down? Because it meant so much to me and I just wanted to experience for the first time and without anybody else's thoughts in my brain because I am easily swayed and throw things around in my mind all the time. You know how I am. Because it was even after like the second trailer you didn't want to watch anymore. I didn't want to watch anymore because it's... it was all going to ruin it for me because I want to go into it fresh, brand new, like I'm just opening up a present and seeing it for the first time instead of finding it hidden in a closet. So. See, and that's kind of how I am with the <laughs> Justice League stuff because I want them, I want one more good trailer and then I want them to stop. They have till November. And that's why I got upset with the second-to-last Spider-Man trailer I saw. <laughs> and I was like, okay, they're starting to show me too much I don't want to see anymore. I've avoided the last trailer for the last two or three weeks. And what do I fucking see in front of Wonder Woman tonight is the one trailer that I wanted to avoid. And I was like, from from the second that it hit, I went, oh, crap, please don't let this be. And then, yeah, I hadn't seen that scene. Crap, this is it. So To be fair, it was really good. It, it, it was good, but it gave way too much away about the Spider-Man movie. I now feel like I know roughly 75% of the movie. But anyways, that's Spider-Man. So you you like didn't want you 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 yelled at me a couple of times when I was like oh check out the new TV spot and you're like stop and read this link about what people think about it and I'm like no I'm not reading anything looking at anything talking and, to anybody just close it off. And so when the when the reviews started releasing how bad did you want to see the reviews? I didn't. You didn't. I didn't. Nope. Either. I didn't either. And and Mike asked me that the other day on the podcast too and I was like I was like you know. I, there was part of me that wanted to know what the general consensus was, but I didn't want to know anything else. Also, a lot of the people who are doing the reviews like to ruin people's fun, yeah, and I, it irritates me more often than not. So why make myself angry about something that I absolutely knew that I was going to love? And and to be fair, I think you and I both probably liked Batman vs. Superman and Suicide Squad more than most people. Yeah. Because of the characters and our love of the characters. We admit there's problems, but to us, we like them a little more than most people. No relationship is perfect. No, no relationship is perfect. <laughs> um, so, 
I think we both went into Night Tempered. I wanted this movie to be to equate. I wanted it to be on par with the first Captain America movie because it's a it's a period piece and it's an introduction and that's what I was expecting and that's where my level was set for the movie. Um, I, I t- separated it from all the other DC movies they've done so far, and I just like look as long as this movie is on par with the first Captain America movie, then it will have succeeded in what I think it was trying to do. Um, and I'll be honest, it far exceeded the first Captain America movie to me. It really did. Um, so on a scale of one to ten, where do you put the movie? We're buying that movie when it comes out. Well, I, I, I know that. <laughs> we, we buy most movies we really like and that are in the DC universe and even Marvel that we really like. But but seriously, as a, so as a fan growing up with Wonder Woman, was it what you wanted? It, okay, well, that's when I have to go back and tell my whole story about how I didn't like the whole TV version of Wonder Woman because it always made me angry when she would spin around and get into her costume. And I was like, no, I'm not watching it till after that part is over, until she's already fighting, because I'm not watching any of that. It's crazy, ridiculous. Oh, okay, other than the cheese, what did you think of Linda Carter as Wonder Woman? She's aight. <laughs> <laughs> but tonight, that Wonder Woman is everything that I ever imagined since I was a little girl everything that she would actually be if she was true to life. Really Wonder Woman. Yeah. And and we talked about it on the car ride on the way home. It was like, I now like see her as Wonder Woman. I can't if there was ever an issue where they had to replace like they had talked about like oh no, Ben Affleck might drop out of Batman. I was a little aggravated, but I was, immediately my brain went, Well who else would you cast? If they were to tell me that Gal Gadot Gadot Gadot, I'm not sure Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman wanted to stop being Wonder Woman. I'd say that they need to drop her from the DCEU because I don't think you can replace her. She nails it. She just, she embodies everything that they push and want out of Wonder Woman in the comics and in the cartoon movies. And I was, her and I think I fell, like I said, uh, I I tweeted somebody, I think I fell in love with Chris Pine tonight because... (laughs) Like, I've always liked him as an actor. Yeah, he's okay. Like, Star Trek movies. Handsome guy. But he nailed the character of Steve Trevor for me. Mm-hmm. And he, like, really sold the relationship between them. Yeah, that was pretty good. I like that. And uh, so the, and the movie had the, the appropriate amount of comedy. It was like, it was like there was that fear that, like, they had with Suicide Squad that the trailer showed all the comedy. And it didn't. There was way more comedy, and even better comedy spread throughout the movie than there was in the trailers. Um, Was that it with your... So tonight, she just... She embodied everything you expected out of Wonder Woman? I mean, that movie was just... Okay, I don't know if it was because I'm so, like, insane over Wonder Woman... Or she did such a great job as Wonder Woman, or everything about the movie was awesome, I don't know. But there was so much in that movie that I was trying to hold back that I cried probably four or five times. I was in tears. I missed, I missed it up a couple times. There was, there was a couple times I was like, damn. And, that, and, and it wasn't so much of a sad thing. It was, there's a lot of adrenaline moments in that movie where 
holy shit, that's pretty emotional. And then it goes some pretty hardcore, like, just adrenaline shots and action of some stuff. And it's like, you're just, you, you're caught into it and you're like holding your breath for a minute. And it's like, whew, okay, well, that was interesting, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, so you don't want to give it a number between one and ten? I can't. You can't? No. Nope. Is it beyond ten? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't want to be I... cheesy. <laughs> so I gave it, I'd say an eight, eight, eight or eight and a half out of ten. And my my complaints have nothing to do with the acting. The acting was great. Patty Jenkins nailed. I, I, want, I want somebody to give her a male-led um, superhero movie. Because she did an awesome job on this movie. On this movie, um, my issues are were all technical. Um, there were some scenes that you can tell were shot for three D, which got him so ready for three D to be over as a thing. Because you were <laughs> rule number one of podcasting: turn off your phone. That was you. I don't well, know. Was where it is. you or me? That was you. Mine's off. Oh, shut up! Let me see my phone. Anyways, <laughs> that was funny. So um, I just I'm, I'm ready for 3D to be over as a fad because you can tell there were a couple things that were just ugh, and then some rough CGI parts, which was funny because some of the CGI parts when they were doing some heavy action and some fighting never really bothered me. It was CGI parts that were mundane that I felt like ugh. like something as simple as like. If the cape flapping in the wind of Superman just looked funny when he was just standing there. It was that kind of stuff. Not, not that it ever did. And Superman's not in this movie. I'm just using that as an example. <laughs> Only one instance kind of went, ooh, to me. But I shook it off. Because yeah. Wonder Woman. Right. You were <laughs> you were pretty dazed in there. Um, the music was great. They got the Wonder Woman theme in there. That from, was so awesome. From Justice. And they, they used it appropriately. Um, so it wasn't just like in your face. I know some people had some qualms with the uh, the music direction and BVS, but um, I you know I like that they gave all those superheroes their own kind of theme song. Um, I'm curious to see how they utilize it through other stuff. Um, the music was great, the acting was great. Uh, like I said, I had some some technical issues. Um, I called a couple things within the first thirty minutes of the movie. Um, I, I hate when I can do that, but at the same you time, do that I need with to, everything. I know, but at the same time, it's like. Uh, I know it's, it's 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 a setup movie. It's introducing. It's a comic book movie. Let it go. But. The only movie I know for sure that you didn't call something that early was The Accountant. Yeah, I didn't see that. I, I didn't see. If you're you go see The Accountant. <laughs> I, I highly like find that movie entertaining. Not necessarily a movie I'd want to watch more than once, but I highly found it entertaining. Which was funny because. Speaking of watching more than once, on the way home, I was even thinking, you know, I kind of want to watch Wonder Woman again. You, you, you said I would nitpick it, but I'm one of these. I, I do want to see it again. Um, it's just like I'm like, I want to take it all in a different again to where I'm not because there's that initial awe. Like when I first saw BB, I saw Batman vs Superman what, three times in theaters. Yeah, it was like there's the initial in your face. Whoa, this is all awesome, and then there's the okay, I want to see some stuff I missed. You know, I want to see if there's some more Easter eggs I missed that were in Wonder Woman or something else, you know, stuff like that. But I was kind of ready to watch it again. Like, I I think I think this is good. It's good for the DCEU because I feel like 
that brings them almost back up to zero. Yeah. It was it was a good enough movie that any negative will that they've had towards critics, whether you agree with them or disagree with them, it, it kind of brings it back up to zero. To me, that's how good the movie was. Um, so I feel like I feel like they're at a fresh slate. And so when Justice League comes out this this winter uh, or late fall, you just got to hope that between Snyder and, and Whedon, I, that they're able to at least pull off something comparable to Wonder Woman. Yeah. yeah like, like, like if, and, and even if you consider Wonder Woman a run of the mill, you know, nothing special about it. That's what they need at minimal is, you know, just another movie, nothing that's like horrible. Um, and, and it just can hold people's attention. I think they did that great with Wonder Woman. And I think the fact that they let Patty Jenkins do what she wanted and how she wanted to do it says a lot. And with DC losing a lot of directors lately, I think, I think that should give Warner Brothers enough of a kick in the ass to say, okay, well, some of these directors want to try something. Let's work with them, not against them. Right. So, um, I, I know we don't really talk about much there in terms of spoilers or anything, but, uh, or about the movie, we both liked pretty much everything about it. All my nitpicks were small, mostly, most of my nitpicks were all technical issues that I found. Um, storytelling, I think they did the best they could with what they were doing. Um, the, the acting sold the movie for me. I read a bad review where they were complaining about Gal Gadot's facial expressions, but I thought she did they really good. Insane. And I thought there was a, like one or two scenes in particular where I was like, well, she conveyed like five different emotions in the span of like 15 seconds trying to work through something in her head. And I, di I didn't understand what was so bad about it, but I, I think you're nitpicking and just trying to get attention with a kind of negative review of that kind of stuff. Right. Um, because I, I could tell you're itching for it. I will go full on Greggy over here ripping his shirt off over Superman over anybody that wants to come <laughs> at me about her being Wonder um, Woman. Um, for, <laughs> for, uh, okay, that, that's a reference to Greg Miller and his uh, his his meltdown over the uh, Batman versus Superman trailer, uh, the one where they revealed the uh, doomsday at the end. Uh, I highly suggest people look that up on YouTube. Once we have the site fixed and actually up and running, I'll make sure to link that in the stuff. Should I not have done that? <laughs> Should I not have done oh, that? Oh, I don't know. You're fine. <laughs> I've got to say, I liked how many little girls were in the audience. Oh. That was fantastic. There were a ton of little girls. Um, talk, tell about the, the man behind us that, was, that you noticed. There was a guy there with his little girl, and she had a shirt on that said Girl Power, and she had, I think it had Wonder Woman, Supergirl, and I think Batgirl, maybe? I didn't see all of it. But he said, after the lights started going down, that, see all these people in here? Yeah, this is a big deal, bigger than you knew. And I just wanted you to be aware that not only boys could be superheroes. So this is going to be really great. <laughs> I mean, granted, about halfway through the movie, she asked to leave, but, I mean... She was, I would say she was, what, three? Maybe four years old? No. She was, like, seven or eight. Really? Yeah. I, didn't get, I guess I didn't get a good <laughs> look at her. She just looked like a little girl who just was, like, 
she now granted this the chairs were big and she looked small in the chair so that might have just been it so i don't yeah but that that was pretty cool and there was a couple little girls sitting to the right of me too and they were like i don't want to see this movie and then wonder woman came out in her full gear and they were like <gasps> and they started clapping and i'm like yes <laughs> won them over <laughs> yes and there was a lot of clapping in the movie there's a lot of hooting and hollering from the audience during many parts and there was even clapping when the movie ended. It was pretty cool. So, all right. Now, really, you got, oh, wait, about five seconds. We're going to do spoilers. You have five seconds to turn this off. Duck season. Wabbit season. Duck season. Wabbit season. Duck season. Spoiler season. Uh-oh. Here it comes. Five, four, three, two, one. I almost saw Christopher Pine's penis this evening. That was his watch. It was his watch. <laughs> yeah, I was a little worried about that. Um, so the movie, I love that it opened up in modern times. Yeah, I was like, I was kind of hoping they were gonna. This was gonna be, and this is one of the things I was thinking they were gonna do. And they, for the most part, did her telling her story like to Bruce, right? And that, so it was really cool to see the. She has her own vault apparently in the Louvre. That has all her own crap in it. It kind of looked to me more like she was a museum curator. Or like a section. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but so the movie, the movie talks, you know, it opens up, shows that picture that she was hunting after with, uh, in the, in BVS that she was trying to get from Lex. Bruce found the original and sent it to her. And they basically tell the story of that photo, which I think is really cool. Um. I was I was I was afraid that photo was gonna be like the final shot of the movie, and I was like I was like oh that'd be a little cheesy, but it was like about halfway through, yeah. they set that up. Right. Um. So, what do you think of the whole raising of her? I loved it. The this the. I I I feel they could have transitioned and put a little more scenes in where, of her in different ages. Right. But you could tell. I mean, this movie was over two hours. So, like, and I'd read somewhere that she, she cut no scenes. Like, or, like, there was, like, maybe five minutes worth of scenes that got cut, and that's about it. She, this movie is the one she wanted to make. But, like, I felt, I, I thought it was, you know, they show her progressing from young kid whose mother doesn't want her doing anything to who she is at that time frame. I, I had a slight, what are you talking about thing when she went to her aunt for training and she was really little. Yeah. And then you could tell she was almost a woman. You know what I right. mean? And then her mom finally caught them training. Yeah. It's like, really, Mama, what you been doing? <laughs> yeah, I, was, I thought that was funny, too. I'm like, like they, they've been doing this for, obviously, like a couple of years. So <laughs> that was one of my issues I took. Was that I was like. That must have been during her me time in the bathroom. Yeah, something like that. Um, but no, it was cool seeing her fight that and then the mom was just like fine you're gonna do it you're gonna do it trainer full hardcore i i loved that they stuck with the whole you know spunky aspect of her her as a younger child i i gotta tell you it was really great because it was like you talked about a little bit ago about the little girls that were in the audience Mm -hmm. they start with her at an age like those little girls right and like you kept pointing at them as they walked in the the movie theater and i thought that was really cool and then when it starts and it shows her just like strutting along as a little kid, just she got all full of life and happiness. 
I was like, I thought I just saw that little girl walk in here somewhere. <laughs> like, and I can envision, I was like, man, this starts out with all these girls that were that age that are in the movie theater. Right. It immediately connects with them. And they're like, that's me now. And she was, Wonder Woman used to be that little. Right. She used to be as big as me. That's all I was envisioning just sitting there was all the little girls that were in the audience going, she's my age. Right, and that is when I would be out in the backyard at that age pretending to be her, but not the TV version. <laughs> not the TV version. You the, the one that was on screen tonight, because that is what has always been in my head of her. She, yeah, so I, it was really, so I liked that. And that's why I wish there was like maybe another middle ground age other than when she gets caught and yelled at. Um, I wish there was a, a couple more in there. Because I wanted, I would have liked them to hit every age group that was maybe in the audience, little kid, teen, right. a little bit older. Yeah. Um, they go into the training. Um, Steve Trevor. So the so the way they do the, they're kind of like in their own time and space. This Themyscira is in like a basically basically its own bubble, yeah. um, which I found interesting. I was curious how they were going to do that, and I really loved that. Um, the the scene where it shows Steve Trevor's plane just crashed through it was like, oh, that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, another one of my CGI issues that I had to uh, kind of annoyed me was it looked like she was looking straight ahead and the plane was falling off to the side. Like I felt like she should have could have moved her head a little to make it look like she was falling. It just looked like she was looking forward and the plane was just going like this. Here's my thing. You have never seen a plane fall out of a bubble into the how, ocean. How so do I how know? How do you know how <laughs> she should react? How do I know? That's you a, are correct. Hey, I will fight you. Okay. You will fight <laughs> me. Um, and then, uh, so then it was really cool because when the army started, the, the German army started, Navy was started coming through the bubble. It was like, oh shit, shit's going down. What's going to happen? And that fight scene was great. It was. The Amazon's kicking ass was, mm-hmm. it was awesome. Like, every bit of it was the choreograph. The It was interesting because you think oh, a whole bunch of guys with guns are going to slaughter them. But, like, there was a scene where one of the women dragged her huge sword in the sand and kicked it up. And, like, all the Germans that were, that she did it in front of were lost because they're all now covered in beach sand. And someone comes in behind them, behind her, and cuts them down. I was like, "That's home field advantage. That's like you know what you're doing. That you're on, you're fighting on their ground." And it wasn't just coming in with the the knives and the swords and hacking and chopping. And the the shit where they jump off the cliff and they've got the cord that shoot off to the side and stick in the rock. When it showed them fly in through the air on the trailer, like when they showed her, like she was coming off of something like that but they didn't show how i was like eh, how are they gonna play that just floating down with a rope like it looked a little cheesy in the in the context of the trailer in the movie it shows these like ropes that shoot off from them and connect lasso. into the rock huh it's a lasso well no the grappling the grappling ones you know what i'm talking about yeah that not the lasso now the lasso that was pretty cool. All the stuff they did with it. Like I said, I wish they would have lowered the brightness of it. But and Like I said, I think that has a lot to do with the time period that it was in. Because it was dark and gloomy 
you know, naturally. Yeah. And, I mean, it, it stood out. I mean, yeah, it would still be really cool if it was dimmed down a little bit, but... Yeah, yeah, the scene where they were fighting, the end scenes when she's fighting Ares and the guys are trying to stop the the plane with the all the... Um, Bombs. The, the gas and stuff in it. When it was dark, man, that was at its brightest. And during the fight scene with Ares, I was like, man, just, just a little too bright. Like, scale it down just a little bit. But I, I think it worked. Um, I loved Ares. I have to say I was really worried about that. Um, I mean, I knew he was supposed to be in the movie. Um, the actor that they got playing him, which I, which I called... I didn't know who they had, I, I, I knew they announced he was supposed to be playing Ares, but I didn't know who they announced he was supposed to be playing. It was like, I just know, hey, they cast somebody as Ares. I tried to avoid the some of that because I didn't want to see it in the movie. But when they showed him, and I was like, that's got to be Ares. And and I called it, and, and then he was. I was sitting there going, is he going to manifest into something else? Or are they going to let this guy be Ares right. in full, like, armor and everything and I was afraid that he would look super cheesy when they did it but he didn't oh my god he looked when, pretty cool when he did his armor and he got his helmet and oh he yeah forged the, it he just forged it with his own hands that, that was, was insane was like, oh damn I looked at you like holy oh, crap yeah. oh shit this is about <laughs> to pick up I gotta talk about so the most intense part of the movie for me and the most emotional part of the movie for me was them trying to get through the bunkers or through the the trenches and her seeing the woman crying with the baby and and her trying to get the guys to, to to do this and it's the first time I think she's faced with seeing what humanity is but not fully recognizing you know and and he's just like we you know we have to keep pushing and she's like we have to help these people He's like, we don't have time. We're on a time frame. We got to go do this. Nobody's able to do it. And, and, and she and she and, and he, I found there were several moments in the movie where they they, the line was, "Man can't do that." <clears throat> Excuse me. And it was almost like, as a man, I can't do that. And that was her cue to go. Well, as a fucking woman, I can. That's that's how I took like what they were trying to do with it. Oh, I didn't take it that way. Um, but that but that scene was like, I, I that whole part you were watching, and I'm like, yep, that that's no man's land. You don't want to be out there. You're like, I know, like from history, world history. I love world history, and I'm like, yeah, you don't want to be out in the middle of that. And you can see her make her choice then of, I have to do this. Right. And she just she dropped her coat and everybody seeing her in full armor for the first time. And from that moment on, that whole scene was very hardcore emotion and full of adrenaline. You were bouncing. Like, the one time that I thought everybody was watching you and not the movie, I couldn't tell because I wasn't looking around. But, my God, you were bouncing in the seat next to me when she just said, fuck it, we're doing this. And she climbed up that thing with her sword, the lasso, the whole the whole shtick, and you were going nuts next to me. And and admittedly so, it was really awesome the way they filmed it. You didn't even catch the little thing, did you? What? When she turned around, she took the clip out of her hair and let her hair oh, down. Oh yeah, she let her hair down and then she put on the, the 
uh-huh. um, her her aunt's crown piece mm-hmm. and just like. And I'm like, oh god, here we go. This is gonna be awesome. <laughs> She's taking her now. Yes, this is gonna happen. And then I was like, oh my god, I can't be loud right now. There are people trying to watch this movie, so I covered my mouth, and all I could do was. Like, try to get some of this out by bouncing because, like, I was in tears. Like, there were tears streaming down my face because that is just... Because it was, it's the first official time she goes full Wonder Woman. And it, it's everything I ever dreamed. Like, I, I'm not saying I'm in love with this woman, but that <laughs> that character, like, how she did it, how they did it, it, it was everything. The, um... Yeah, cause see, you got you get to ask the the training in the beginning. You get to see if she's badass. She does some stuff. She takes down her aunt. You know, the some stuff like that. But not until that scene where she she puts on like she already has the armor on. You just don't know it. And she just says, "No, this is I need to stand up. This is why I'm here." You do know it because she has that the well thing over it the whole time well right but see they kept they they did went through the whole shtick of her putting on normal clothes which i loved the her trying on how do i fight in this and mm. <laughs> um i like edda candy i wish she'd have a little bit more in it later in the movie yeah she's good i like she seems like she could potentially be a good strong character in future yeah. wonder woman stuff i hope she's around somehow in the later stuff i like their their back and forth their yeah. interactions that was really great um but uh they had done the, the whole shtick on dressing her in different clothes i wasn't sure she if she was in those clothes or in her gear underneath that long ass coat uh-huh. but, but but yeah she's like i this is why i'm here drops her coat drops her hair the guy that turns around when she's doing that the look on his face it was like what is happening (laughs) it was just like i don't know if i'm like aroused or or how am i supposed to react yeah like how am i supposed to react to this that's great um and that whole fight the whole fight scene the whole the whole action piece that begins it there and then going into the village was awesomely choreographed uh, it's most of the fight scenes they should, most of the, the clips from the trailer where they were showing her fighting is in this that segment but i like it and they, they showed the slow-mo shots in the trailer and i was afraid that it was going to get overly slow-mo and while they they didn't reduce it like as much as i was hoping i felt like they did it in a way that benefited like it looks like total badass her doing it. Right, right. So I think it really helps them. And I have a problem with movies, like even with Suicide Squad, where I think some of those fight scenes could have been cut by like five minutes. Yeah, because cause they go like, on too long. Come on. But this, that was like, it needed to be done that way to the, show all of it. it right. And then that, that whole scene was really great because even as a, as a, the, the whole set of the fight area, from the time she climbs up to the end of the fight in the village, it's it's not just a fight scene because one it introduces it's the first moment she's Wonder Woman and you get to see her full gear, full go, and then it also plays out the personalities of everybody else that's in the crew. Right. You get to see the the Indian do his thing. Um, the he's got like the specialty bombs. That one thing he threw out on the wall that looked like a spider. Trevor shot it and exploded. I was like, 
think it was just a bunch of TNT. Well, was that what it together. was? It just looked odd because when he <laughs> threw it, I was like, whoa. whoa, whoa to to be fair, it was pretty dark in the movie at that time, so it yeah. was difficult. Um, yeah, because the whole in war was really muted color-wise, very Zack Snyder-ish. But, um, the, but you got to see the, the snipers get a little more of his story involved in that. Um, the, in the, before she jumps out, she's talking to the, or no, I guess it was after, uh, she's talking to, um, the one, the guy that had the fez on and he's, and he's like, I want to be an actor. I'm stopped. I can't, you know, you get a little more personal take on all of the main characters just from that start to end of that fight scene. All right. So I felt like it was really good because it did more than just I, become action piece. I love that they took us along the ride of her getting out of her bubble where she's protected and not experiencing any true emotion other than happy-go-lucky. Right. And we actually get to see it on her pouring from her every single bit of turmoil that's going through her head over what is this? Why is this this way? I don't understand. Right. Why would it not be like... Why can't everyone just be... You know what I mean? The And, and it was really weird, the, the, the dance scene with her and Trevor. I don't know. There was just something about it was like... Because there's that... It's, it, it was very playful of... You know, when you, you have a crush on somebody and you're just kind of feeling it out. Like you're not sure... And you just, you, you start to notice those emotions and stuff in a very friendly, subtle way. Right. And that's what it, that whole dance scene I thought was like, wow, that's very well shot. And that was one of the moments where I was like, you got it, Steve. And I, I don't understand that review that you said that you read over yeah, her facial, facial expressions. She did because like when they went back to the room, it was like, she looked tired. He looked tired. He was getting ready to walk out, and she lowered and, and her head oh, and she gave her like, bedroom eyes. Oh, it was like, and he was like, like "Okay, I'm shut, staying. Here we, shut, go. here we go." <laughs> um, it, it was like that the whole time, though. She just she pours the emotions from you know what I mean. Yeah, the and I loved the amount of comedy that was in the movie. I don't know if we. I might have. I feel like I, we skipped over that, but. It was more than enough. Um, almost every, like you said, every cop back and forth between her and Etta Candy was a joke. A serious joke, but a joke. Um, <laughs> like the, the dress that she tried on, and she said, it's it's choking me and really itchy. And she goes, I don't blame it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the I liked the, I, it was something I noticed that I thought they did a really good job on was the... Um, uh, the woman, the female bad guy, the Dr. Maru, um, when, when what's-his-face was running his hand down her cheek, mm-hmm. they added that, the very slight sound effect of porcelain. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Nice. That was a nice little <laughs> touch. I don't know why. It was just something I picked out. I was like, they, like, added the tinkle of the thing. And then at the end, when it shows their face thing come off, I was like, Wow, because that was it was a really cool shot of her holding the the tank over her head. Like I have this opportunity, I can end you. Yeah. I put my sword through 
Captain Von Dickhead upstairs. I can put this tank <laughs> on top of you. And the, the so the shot in the fight scene where she flips the tank in mm-hmm. the village, I thought was a little more impressive than her picking up the tank at the end. I don't yeah. know why. It, I, think, it was. I think it was just a... Because it was boom, 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 pick up the tank, throw the tank, do what right. you need to do. There was so much happening. And that's one of the issues I had. Like, I got the end was supposed to be what it was, and that was fine. I just felt that the fight between her and Ares just felt a little muddled somehow. It was like, I get they needed to fight and do some things, but I felt it could have been pieced together a little bit better. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, she she was still really finding out who she truly is. You know what I mean? Right. And then and that, in that moment where she's holding the tank is basically her... Yeah, her come to Jesus moment. I guess she would say of to who she is, and pretty much, <laughs> especially when the next thing she does is float in midair like Jesus. And boom! I was freaking out because I thought they were implying she was going to fly, and the one thing I do not want Super or Wonder Woman to do in any of these movies is fly. So, but I was like, I'm going to take that as she's holding momentum. It's the electricity running through her things that that Ari shoots off of them and. Kind of at the end there, it kind of looked like she was flying. It kind of looked like she was flying. And that's just something you're going to have to be okay with. I said this when I was playing Injustice 2 hey, the other night. Hey, if Gal wants to fly, she can fly. I feel there are too <laughs> many flying characters in the DC universe. I personally don't want Wonder Woman to fly, but if Gal wants to fly, she is flying. <laughs> Whatever. That's just going to have to be something and, I'm going to And hate. she did all that Wonder Woman stuff with a baby in her belly. She did. Did, mm. did we watch that together where she yes, was talking about did. that? Or she wore the that green, green thing over her, her belly. belly. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Um, it, it makes it even funnier when she's walking through the city for the first time and goes, Oh, a baby! <laughs> yeah, I know, right? She's like, <laughs> uh, which, which was another one of the great things. I was like, she's so out of place. I love the line, like, like this is London. Yes. It's so ugly. Yeah. And it was like, yep. <laughs> it was like, but it's true because like you come from this pristine forest and and thing, and then and next thing like, you know, you're dumped into whatever the hell. Smog. Yeah, you know. Yeah. It's it just, yeah. It was, I loved. I just loved that exchange. And then, so okay, so Steve Trevor dies at the end. Mm-hmm. I know you said. They kind of had to. Right. But if they didn't have to, would you rather he lived? I don't know. Where would she have drawn the strength to realize, you know, love conquers evil? But they could have maybe done it in a way where, like, so the camera shows him, like, come to terms, and then it pulls away, and then it shows her laying there. What if in the... 10 seconds there he goes wait a minute I've got a bomb and there's there's a backpack here pull the pin jump out with the thing and then at the end of it like they're all like he she sees that and at the end of the fight with Ari she's sitting there and they're like going getting together with the group and they're hugging and looking at each other and all of a sudden just boom crash just crashing in with a parachute Right. It's Trevor into the ground. But really, what would be the point of keeping him alive? This sounds really bad, but I'm saying, like, this is a story from her past. Right. And I feel like 
keeping him alive would have changed too much of her too soon. I'm Googling really quick because I'm curious. See, I, I know about Wonder Woman and I know who Steve Trevor is, but I don't know if he's ever been anything else in the comics other than her love interest. So do you, do you get what I'm saying, though? Yeah, no, I I completely understand. Oh, sorry. And, and plus, since it's from the past, I mean, this is her telling her story or thinking back over her story while she, you know, got that thing from Bruce, and then she types a little note back to him. Like, seriously, just one sentence back to him. And it was really sweet. I, I think it ended the perfect way for what it was. That's just my take on the situation. Yeah. Um, and and I said this before, you know Ares isn't dead because he's got to be. Ares and Cheetah, I feel like, are the... And there will be no more fighting in the world, so what would the right. point of the Justice League be? Right. So <laughs> I feel like, like maybe they, they sell it at some point where World War Two ends. I think that's what the war World War was. And then, like, more fighting starts to happen, and she can tell that, you know... The war. Thing. You know, that battle was won, but the war is never over type thing. Right. So, um, I don't know if there's anything else we want to talk about about the movie. I don't know. Um, we're buying whatever special edition they have when it comes out on DVD. We're buying whatever. I don't even care if it's Redbox, and I don't know if I'll take it back. <laughs> if you're looking for it in Redbox and it's missing, just know I have it. You can come watch it, but you have to watch it outside. Because, you know, people in my bubble and all that. <laughs> um, cool. So was tonight worth it? Movie worth it? Yes, it was. Lived up to your own personal hype? It really did. Even though I tried really hard not to give it any hype. Until the very minute that the trailer started playing. And then, <laughs> when that first little thing comes on where they did the whole DC thing, and you saw those characters, I was like, <gasps> the, it's coming! The, the new DC <laughs> opening, I really liked that. I love that, that was awesome. Because you got a little bit of all of their characters in there. Yeah. I hope I hope they, uh, I was kind of hoping it was going to be just Wonder Woman, like, centric, but I really liked the way they did that. It was I mean, pretty cool. I, why why bother? I mean, it, it was all good the way it was. Yeah. You know? Okay, so this is our Wonder Woman special. Um, if you're still listening and you saw the movie, or you're listening to it again after seeing the movie, um, we're curious what you think. Hopefully I will have the site back online. I think I'm just going to have to start the site back over again. Um, but I'm going to post this tonight on iTunes. should be up tomorrow, and I'll post a link on the Facebook page and on Twitter and Episode zero in the can. Um, so how far in do you want to be as a guest to where we can talk to you more about stuff? What are you talking about? Well, the the plan is to have guests on, do a introduction. I would give you a proper introduction as to who you are and maybe talk about us a little bit more since pizza and cookies is our, our thing. and can't be the first two episodes. I don't have time for you, though. Oh, you have plenty of I time. Can't, I can't pencil you in. Hey, don't make me tell, call gal, okay? <laughs> gal, am I? I will. Wonder Woman. Snap. Bam, kick my ass. So I, I'll wrap that lasso of truth around me, baby. I'll tell you everything. <laughs> that you was a know. great scene. I, I love, love that, that scene. <laughs> <laughs> He's fight, 
fighting his ass off not to say anything. Like, I just, it's so hot, oh, though. It's so hot. <laughs> uh, I love... Uh, did you see the his cheek getting red? Oh, he his was... His eyes it, were starting to sweat. It was, it was, so, it was so perfectly played. I love it. Everything so. about that movie. It's amazing. Okay. Well, we so should go is, watch it again. We, we don't need to go, go to sleep, right? They, they show movies at 1 a.m., don't they? Boys should stay asleep for the next two hours. Oh, crap. Okay, never mind. <laughs> All right, well, you need to go get to bed ready. I need to edit this. Never! I love you. I'm, I'm too hyped to sleep. I had fun tonight. I love you, too. We don't get to go on dates often, and that was fun. Especially when I get to watch you turn into a little, little schoolgirl getting excited about your crushes. Whatever. Um. Mwah. Maybe after tomorrow, it's uh, going back in the closet. Nobody will know about it. Oh, it better not. Oh, it, it will. All right. So, this is Brandon. This, this is Monica. This is Monica. Um, go see Wonder Woman. Give it all the monies. Show show them that you appreciate it. It's a female-led superhero movie. It was probably one of the, I'd say, top 15 superhero movies that I've ever seen. Yeah. So. Skip the popcorn. Skip the popcorn. Eat the pizza you really and don't cookies. like that popcorn tonight. Skip the popcorn, eat the pizza and cookies. Yes, I want to fill that bucket up with cookies and pizza. <laughs> Yum. A bucket of cookies. Bucket of cookies. But the bucket is made out of pizza. No, because then you're just getting cheese on the cookies. Mm, good call. Don't, don't be weird. All right, until next time, uh, see you hopefully Monday morning with episode one of the Pizza and Cookies podcast. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Ooh, we have to get a pun in there. Pizza out. Wait, no. <laughs> Pizza out. Oh my god. That was the worst pun you've ever cookied up. <laughs>